right, welcome, welcome into the first to last podcast. I'm Daddy. And I'm Cookie. And we have another great show lined up for you, but first, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. This week's sponsor is the Stozy Deli of Tom's River, New Jersey. Have you ever been hungry? If you answered yes, then there is no better place on earth to satiate yourself than Gustoza Deli. Come on by to enjoy a full array of Italian specialties and bakery delights, including our world-famous homemade cannoli cream. And don't forget, we cater, too. Stop on by seven days a week at One Plaza Drive in Toms River, New Jersey, or give us a call to place a delivery or catering order at 732-286-2665. All right. Thank you for our sponsor. Awesome. Sounds delicious. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. I wish I had a deli sandwich right now, to be honest. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We uh, First of all, let's let's just take a moment to thank our uh, our dozen followers for for staying with us. Uh, we had a we had an unforeseen and very unfortunate hiatus for uh, for week three. A thousand apologies. Uh, my co-host Daddy was, was out saving the was out saving the world. Was it week two? No, we did week two. It was this past uh, week. We missed a week. We missed week two recap. Hmm. We did the Friday night. Long... We didn't review the games from week two, but it's a long time ago. It's yeah. all blur. Anyway, Whatever. Uh, week two's gone and passed. It's 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 in the past. Exactly. Uh, didn't happen. We we are still here today because my co-host Daddy uh, was saving the world. So you're welcome. And thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we got something new that we're gonna start doing. Um, we'll see how it works, how it feels. We're gonna we're gonna break uh, the show down into some segments. We're gonna have some structure in our lives. It's gonna be crazy. Hopefully, actually not crazy because that would mean we don't have structure. Anyway, let's just get right into it. We got uh, our first segment called Fantasy Hotness and Fantasy Notness. And uh, basically, we're just going to go through who sucked and who helped you this week. So, of course, Daddy, who, of who do you want to kick us off with? Who who just absolutely shattered the roof, the ceiling in this week for you? Well, for me, uh, wasn't even on my team, but uh, Russell Wilson, yet again, uh, I believe he threw for another five touchdowns. Yes, he did. Uh, 315 mm-hmm. yards. Number one quarterback in fantasy. I mean – Again, was the he number one, or did uh, did Mahomes uh, overtake him on on Monday night? I think it was close. Oh, he did not. I don't he did believe not. he okay. did. No, because um, Mahomes had that bad game against uh, the Chargers, where he only scored, I think, two touchdowns. Maybe he didn't even score two that game. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean number one overall in the season? Yeah, like oh, for okay. the QB. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I, thought so meant, uh, I thought you were talking about just um this week, which I mean, hell. Russell did insane this week as well. Um, I think he broke an NFL record, right? 14 touchdowns for the first three games. Yeah, I believe that was uh, an NFL record. So he is off to an incredible pace. Uh, Mm -hmm. Once again, to Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen, yet again, going off. Um, So totals five touchdowns. I mean, what else can you expect? Tyler Lockett, too, another one who had nine catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns the last I checked in that game. I don't know what he wound up finishing with. Um, yep, nine for 100. Oh, three touchdowns. Sorry. So uh, <laughs> he's been off to a hot start. Pretty much everybody, any Seattle wide receiver, has been 
really going off with Russell Wilson doing this. Let Russ cook, as they're all saying. Absolutely. And it, it feels it feels good, even though I have zero part of this offense, which is upsetting. Um, it just, for fantasy purposes, it's nice that you have a quarterback that has the talent uh, actually being able to express that talent in, in the football game. Pete Carroll's not uh, seemingly so far, knock on wood, he isn't doing the curmudgeon you know, run the ball uh, 60% of the game. He's allowing his quarterback to throw, which, I mean, Kirk. in fairness, they need Kirk. to because their defense is trash, even with the addition of Jamal Adams. Um, yeah. Good, good riddance, am I right? Uh, <laughs> and it just feels good that the quarterback's killing it and his two, you know, the two wide receivers that you would hope would be benefiting from it are. You know, it's not like some random-ass uh, fourth, uh, line, you know, fourth in the depth chart wide receiver who's who's getting these random dump offs for a touchdown. It's Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf who you yeah. were drafting for that uh, for that target share. So it, it's good to see uh, in that regard. Also, yeah. you said he's on a great pace. Uh, someone uh, I heard on another podcast uh, that he, <laughs> if he continues this pace, he's going to throw seventy four or something 75 and a half touchdowns on the season it's insane it's absurd it's absurd he can't keep it up obviously but he could still have a really great year but absolutely i mean <laughs> that is another one too was uh dak prescott who also played against russell wilson in yeah, that man. game uh i mean 472 passing yards and three touchdowns uh that's a great day i mean you're putting up over 400 or 400 uh, yards passing you're having a good day yeah, imagine that's that day, honestly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. They did lose. Um, and then yet again this week, uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, thirteen catches out of the backfield, uh, fourteen targets, two touchdowns or three touchdowns, I believe. Um, only had six carries, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. But uh, yeah. with Michael Thomas out, uh, Alvin Kamara is eating, and Manny Sanders has been a uh, disappointment to say the least. Uh, I mean, I really, I'm a Manny Sanders stan, to be honest. Uh, I loved him in, loved him in, in uh, Denver, loved him when he was on Pittsburgh. Um, wanted the Eagles to eventually sign him, maybe in the offseason, instead of Deshaun Jackson. I wanted them to sign him, but of course not. They had to sign Deshaun Jackson. Um, he had a good but, stint in, uh, in San Francisco, too. Yeah, and that he did, too. So, um, but yeah, he just looked disappointing. But I don't know. Drew Brees doesn't look that himself this year. Um, yeah. But he's still putting up the fantasy numbers. He's just dinking and dunking, but he doesn't take shots far down the field. But once Michael Thomas comes back, uh, I want to see what happens with Kamara. But he's having a great year so far. And the longer that uh, Michael Thomas is out, the more that he's going to eat because nobody else is stepping up. It's going to be pretty much Alvin Kamara team. Yeah, I, I mean, talk about fantasy notness. Breeze is, is he's doing okay because he's got Kamara just just ripping off you. You know, it's technically a quote unquote throw, right? So that fifty-one yard touchdown yeah. that Kamara just like magicked his way into somehow gets you know tacked on to to Breeze's stat line. But my goodness, first of all, what a run! I I don't know if you watched that game live. That was unbelievable. Uh, just, just doesn't go down. And they, they showed a clip, um, I guess on one commercial break or maybe at halftime, 
of all the balance uh, drills that Kamara was doing in the offseason. Dude's a beast. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, do you think Breeze is done? I mean, there were so many throws that, you know, not hyper accurate or if he, if the, you know, if the wide receiver did make the catch, it was behind him. Uh, you know, they had to, they had to go to the ground just to make the catch because it was thrown under, underneath. I don't know, man. He, he might've just hit that wall. A lot of the receivers had to work back. The ball was, was getting hit in the ground and it didn't look like the Drew Brees we're used to seeing. I know. And, and I don't, I don't know if Michael Thomas coming back is necessarily going to change that. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is Michael Thomas the deep ball kind of guy? I don't think so. I think he's the, he's their slot guy. Right. So it's not like much is going to change in his depth of target. Um, but then again, that's kind of been Drew Brees, uh, the Drew Brees experience the past few years. Yeah. Um, he's been almost dead. He missed her 28th, I believe. He was one year in, uh, was targets downfield. Yeah. He doesn't throw the ball deep at all. He has a very, very short uh, completion yardage. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, Michael Thomas is really good and can make stuff happen after the play. And it, I think yeah, it opens a up a lot. And they can have a lot of different options. And they can actually use Kamara to run the ball and not catch 13 batches. But it's nice passes. Uh, but um, it's nice that they are able to do that with him. <laughs> yeah. And this is more, this is more a, a take on the NFL player, not so much the the fantasy player, because, you know, like he did this week, he, uh, he didn't do much on the field, but it still gave him a decent fantasy day. So I don't, I don't think he's, uh, he's left for dead for fantasy, but I don't know. This this could be his last year. It's not looking, uh, it's not looking great. Um, Yeah. I mean, this might be Yeah. He only has that one year, one year contract with new Orleans. So, right. All right, so uh, fantasy notness. Um, who just like stunk hard? Uh, uh, Josh Jacobs uh, really stunk hard. Uh, that game yeah. got out of hand early. Um, the Patriots really put a licking on them and <laughs> did not let them do anything. Um, I, I, I hate to do it to you, Daddy, but I think we got to do a fantasy notness for the entire Eagles. I mean, what the hell is going on in Philly? Well, it's bad. I mean, Carson Wentz did give me more points <laughs> than my other quarterback, uh, Matt Ryan, did. So that yeah. actually worked out. Deshaun Jackson um, was really the one I played on. Miles Sanders was actually had one of the best days on my team, which was sad. But nobody else really mm. did anything. But he had me twelve points, and Jake Elliott actually got me four. Jake Elliott got me fourteen points. So, but uh, I mean. Okay. Hollywood Brown last night, uh, the Ravens. I mean, Lamar Jackson had 97 passing yards. Uh, that's one, too, Lamar Jackson. Uh, let me see exactly how many points he had last night. 14.15. So Carson Wentz actually got more points than Lamar Jackson this week, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I saw Wentz had that <laughs> one where he ran it in. So that yeah, that was that one to tie to tie it up, and that really saved his day because if he didn't do that, I was not looking good. And they right. also had a chance to kick a field goal at the end of the game, which would have given me – I mean, it wouldn't have mattered in my matchup since Connor blew me out, but uh, I would have maybe had five points. It would have been a 60-yard field goal if he made it. But, I mean, they had a stupid penalty that it would, took it from 57 to 62 yards. So that was annoying. 
Um, oh, Darren Waller. That was uh, yeah, that was weird. That one. He had. I mean, both Jacobs nor him. I mean, the Patriots really just took out Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. They just really, really shut them down. And uh, yeah, oh, another you know one how, like, was. Uh, oh God. I was gonna say, um, they always say Belichick uh, scripts out your, you know, your best options. So I saw someone yep. joking on Twitter that uh, he's schemed out the the checkdown because he knows Carr, and that's yep. Waller and and Jacobs. <laughs> I mean, yep. Christ, Waller went from what was it like nineteen or eighteen targets uh, last week, and to to nothing this week. I mean, I don't know about yeah. the targets, but the, the points. Certainly didn't didn't come. Um, that's crazy. That that hurts to, to yeah. have yeah. such a performance, um, and then to get to get nothing the next week. Yeah, uh, John Brown was another one. He had zero points. I thought that he was going to have a uh, a better week. And another one too was uh, DJ Moore. I thought DJ Moore. I have yeah, him man. in another league, but I thought that he would be doing so much better. But it really looks like Rodney Anderson is or Robbie Anderson, not Rodney, uh, is having uh, <laughs> more benefits and, uh, with Bridgewater back there. And I thought DJ, DJ, Moore DJ Moore's a good player, me. but he's yeah. killing me. <laughs> but a couple weeks, he just really hasn't done much. He's just done okay. And yeah. Mike Davis was another one. I don't know if anybody started him, but. Um, I think uh, uh, Brundamit did because he was the Christian McCaffrey owner. Yeah. So somehow he was able to pick up Mike Davis over everyone else. Yeah, 19 and, uh, points from him. So he still had a pretty good day. That's just good. I mean. Yeah, it's a great day. I'll take that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, who, who else was terrible? Back to John Brown, though. Wasn't he hurt? What, what, didn't he have like a um, – he popped on the injury list um, midweek. So that might be a uh, part and parcel to that. Yeah, because I, I thought he was playing um, was held without a catch. They said uh, he missed most of the second half. Yeah, yeah. so with that calf injury. So, um, but I mean, he didn't do much, and they were the Buffalo jumped out ahead really quick, and he wasn't even a part of that. It was. Uh, Josh Allen looking to Stephon Diggs. I mean, he threw the one drive I was watching. He threw two touchdowns to Stephon Diggs and wound up throwing the – there was two penalties that called him back. So Stephon Diggs' owners got burned there. And then mm-hmm. he threw the ball to Tyler Croft, who probably nobody started in any league. Right. That was a lot of like tight ends this week. week. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, uh, you know, your um... – Damn it! Who's the guy on uh, the Packers? Tanyan? You know, no one started oh, Tanyan. Yeah, yeah he exactly. Called out. Yep. So. <laughs> All right, I think uh, I think that's good for for this segment. We'll go um to first to last, which is a cute little thing we just came up with. Where uh, namesake of our podcast, we're gonna cover uh, quickly the the uh, highest scorer this week and the lowest scorer, and just kind of walk through those matchups so um what do we have well as the namesake you should cover the the high score and I'll, I'll talk about the lowest score all right so the high the high score this week was going dino aka connor hughes who had uh, 170.05 points and uh pretty much his main people were russell wilson with 39.95 indianapolis's defense with 37 and austin eckler with 25.8 
So those guys really carried his team to victory this week. Yeah, and yeah, it, it, great performances, obviously, to put up the yeah. highest, and <laughs> and not just like a, a token highest, like the buck seventy is nice in our league. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, yeah. You're not going to lose too many games putting up one seventy. Right. Uh, Eckler and and Keenan Allen clearly got a nice boost from uh, the rookie coming in at quarterback because they were doing nothing with uh, Tyrod Taylor and he was yeah. he was getting like real nerve because I'm a I'm a Keenan Allen owner in another league. Uh, that was getting uh, a little little testy. So um, as a Keenan Allen owner, let me put this in there. Um, they did say Tyrod Taylor will be the starter. Are you hoping that maybe Herbert gets a couple more weeks, and then would you sell high on uh? Keenan Allen or Austin Eckler? Uh, you mean he's gonna be the starter when he comes back? Because I heard he's. Uh, yeah. I heard uh, Herbert's gonna play Week Four. Yeah, well, Herbert will play Week Four, but um, okay. when Tyrod was out last week, they he said when Tyrod's healthy, he's coming back to be the starter. Man, what is Dude. Anthony Lynn doing? <sighs> I don't what know. is with this guy? I mean, <sighs> we talked about this on one of our uh, earlier episodes. He he, he like doesn't want to use his best players. With with Eckler and and Keenan Allen, especially after paying them, I mean, obviously yeah. he's not writing the check. That's the GM, but it, it just seems there seems to be a disconnect there uh, with the direction of the team money, which usually is a good indicator of a fantasy production, right? Yeah. When a, when a player gets paid, they usually get the targets. Then you know it happened with OBJ when he went to Cleveland. Granted, he didn't do much with it because it, he he was hobbled with an injury. Um, yep. And he just didn't have that connection with Baker, but they still fed him the ball. He just, it just didn't like nothing came of it. Um, it just seems so weird. So that's a good question, man. Uh, yeah, I might entertain putting him on the block because he's, I think he's my second receiver in that league. Uh, if I can yeah. get like a big haul for him with some like maybe like a an equal running back and and another lesser but steady wide receiver, that's not a terrible idea because. If Tyrod, if Lynn is really gonna stick with Tyrod Taylor, then yeah, then the, get get me gone from that that yeah. headache. <laughs> um, and uh, speaking of headaches, I mean, shit, Connor's Connor just lost Godwin for potentially a month, I think I heard. Yeah, and uh, uh, definitely multiple weeks. One to two. Um, that's rough. Yeah, uh, and he's got a lot of injured players on his uh, on his bench here. He does, yeah. Debo might be coming back soon, so that'll help him. Man, Hunter Renfro, goddamn, he had a great game. That's sneaky. Huh? Yeah. I didn't realize he was uh interesting. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So good luck to you in the future. Um, with those injuries, good luck navigating them. But great yes. week, obviously. I think I remember hearing, uh, seeing him say he uh, he was a couple points shy of uh breaking yeah, our leagues. Yeah. Um single week record so good great start for connor he's three and now um and obviously we're all just anticipating the collapse uh before the play. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah um so our lowest score our uh our uh our last in the first to last was uh connor's ginger nuts so you know just Rodney. coincidental beautiful irony that it was connor and connor ginger's nuts uh <laughs> that is connor dowd I believe, right? Connor Dowd? No, Connor's Ginger's Notes is, uh, I believe, Rodney. Yes, it is Rodney. Oh, it's Rodney. Oh, yes, because he has Lamar. Oh, man. Who would have thought the the manager that had Lamar Jackson would ever finish 
in dead last. Um, let's take a stroll here. So, Darius Slayton, uh, Peyton Barber, even worse of a Duke. Gronkowski finally um, had some catches in this game. Which yeah. The past other games, he had a catch and then didn't get anything else. So, And ironically, I mean, of course, this is when he would actually do something. Right before this week, there was a quote from Gronkowski saying, I, I came in here to block, I like not to catch the ball, which is just so weird. But yeah. you know, naturally, the week he says that, he uh, he gets targeted. Yeah, exactly. He, he <laughs> um, maybe that was some, uh, you know, Houdini shit. Um, yeah, this is just a rough week. Uh, Elliot and Thielen are solid. 14 out of his kicker, but just so many poopy pants on this team. Yeah. That sucks. It, it's never. It, it always sucks to lose, but it it just feels so much worse when you don't crack a hundred. Yeah. Well, he also reason. had sixty six points in week two, so Oof. yeah, back to back last there for for Reza Rodney. Sorry, Rodney. The other thing that also sucks is, for, and for him as a, as the the owner here, it's not like he made the wrong decisions. Yeah, they just didn't perform. He's got shit on his bench too. Like it, it's not like he uh he just screwed up, um you know with with picking whoever the other like Devontae Freeman had one point. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's putting uh, he's leaving point four points on the on the bench with him. <laughs> yeah. That just sucks, man. That hurts. Yeah. My uh my condolences, my man. Yeah, I thought um, the Giants would be a little bit better, and I thought maybe against San Fran they wouldn't be terrible i liked what i saw against pittsburgh but he they did not do yeah. anything they are really hurting without saquon uh, mm. uh but i mean Devontae freeman was just in there for a little bit um i expect his volume to go up and i think that eventually you'll be able to i think you'll be able to start him like, he'll be a spot start every now and then i believe it's gonna have to be such a juicy matchup. Yeah. Um, which are coming for the Giants. Like they had a really rough opening schedule. Um, Daniel Jones has been booty, but I think yeah. that was expected. Uh, you know, Steelers, 49ers, even though the 49ers are banged up. I I just it seems like a three headed uh, backfield for a terrible team that I, I just don't want to touch. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and who even feeling... knows if Devontae has has anything left? You know. Yeah. Exactly. I think he does. I think he's still got some stuff left. I don't think that he's completely cooked. Um, maybe yeah. maybe like a year or two, but I think that the Giants could, I mean, essentially just use it, just dink and dunk to him and really just get them through this year mm-hmm. and until Saquon comes back. And then you can have, maybe they'll sign him again next year and have a one-two punch. with. Well, not really a one-two punch, but at least you'll have a backup there that can contribute and probably at a relatively good price. Uh but yeah, Adam Thielen, too, also had a rough week. Um, Justin Jefferson went off in that game and really took everything away from him. But that um, also, too, uh, which we'll also be saying in our news segment, um, but uh, the Vikings um, played the – who they play? Let's say the Titans. Yeah. Um, and a couple Titans tested positive for COVID. And last I saw – as time of recording, the Vikings had zero players test positive yet for COVID. Um, but that's something Good. to look out Let's for. Keep that up. Um, that you might need to get out your yeah. Vikings players. I think they're playing Pittsburgh, or Titans are playing Pittsburgh, and the Vikings are playing. 
too early. Give me one second. Well, while you're looking that up, um, I wouldn't even consider Thielen having a bad game. I mean, I feel like anytime you have a baseline of 10 points, you're happy. You're not, you're yeah. not getting hurt. Uh, it's just that in comparison to what Justin Jefferson did. Um, yeah, just break bad. off a little for him, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and if you're still looking that up, um, I, I, I've noticed over the week that you've been getting a lot of crap from, I think, mostly Connor, uh, bad Connor, uh, for having so many Eagles. And Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, this isn't a slight back of Connor, but um, uh, Rodney here, I just realized, has, let's count them off, one, two, three, four Giants, New York football team. Yeah. That's, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. a bad team to, ho- to have the, you know, hang your, your fantasy hopefuls on. Yeah, um, exactly. This week, I didn't have a choice about Deshaun Jackson. I did kind of want to play him. Well, it turns out I think he got more points than Marquise Brown did, and he even got hurt. But yeah, um, they had a good matchup. I thought that the team would turn it around. They didn't. But Devontae Adams being out really put me at a pinch, so I had to start Deshaun yeah. and and Hollywood Brown. Those were my best players on my bench. If I meet okay. Naheem Hines, I could have – in hindsight, I could have put in. But uh, Wait, in hindsight? In week, yeah, in hindsight. Naeem Hines. Hines. Hindsight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get it done here on the first last podcast. That was dumb. <laughs> All right, um, let's uh, let's do some NFL reactions here. Um, I'm gonna start it off with last night's game. Uh, the Chiefs look like they can easily repeat, and the Ravens looked bad. Uh, granted, yeah. that's against the defending Super Bowl champs. They've been rolling teams up to this point, but when put through an actual test, didn't look good. I mean, the the number one scoring defense in the league just got eviscerated by Patrick Mahomes. I know not every quarterback in the league can do what he can do, but goddamn, it looked looked, uh, easy. Um, And Lamar Jackson, dude's a a crazy talent, but he looked so flustered out there. Um, I think he definitely made some bad throws, but I think his wide receivers also kind of failed him a little bit as well. Uh, uh, Mark Andrews had a had a touchdown that he just he just couldn't get his hands on it. Um, you know, it, it's just it, it didn't look good uh, for that offense and for fantasy. Man, that's that looks scary. In a, in a game where they were trailing, they couldn't put anything up significant. Um, like you said, Marquise Brown was was severely disappointing. I think they only had two or three receptions for like I don't know under twenty yards or something. Yeah. Um, their backfield is a mess. Yeah, uh, you know you hate to say it, but you're kind of hoping for an injury there if you're one of the one of the owners. It's a horrible thing yeah. to yeah. hope for, but it's just nothing nothing worth having um, in that backfield. Uh, no one's emerging. Um, yeah, it just... Yeah, that was... I, that. I also piggyback off you for that game. Um, I mean, that's the one thing is that Lamar Jackson, his record is at halftime 20 when he's losing... Or when he's up at halftime, he's 20-0. and 0. When he's down at halftime, he's 0-6. So he doesn't yeah. play from behind too often. Um, mm-hmm. And he's 0-3 against he's, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's 0-3 against the Chiefs. They have his number. I mean, they held him to under 100 passing yards. 
Um, I think he still had like 80-some rushing yards, but, I mean, to hold him under 100 passing yards the whole game, and, I mean, they won, they lost, the Ravens lost 34-20, to but one of their touchdowns was from a kick return or a punt return, I believe. So their offense put up, yeah, which uh, Devin Duvernay took that one to the house. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, the fact that their offense can only put up 13 points and the Chiefs' defense, I don't think is – spectacular i thought that lamar jackson would have a good time i didn't mm-hmm. think that he would be go- be stifled like this i didn't think they would hold him to under 100 passing yards. i mean they really just shut him out the whole night i mean they just really dominated him from the start to finish i mean it was really never close and let's be let's be honest here 89 rushing yards for lamar jackson is is bad that's phenomenal yeah. <laughs> for for anyone else in the league but it's it's bad for him he he had a bad game yeah. Um, and and specifically, uh, in regard to the running from not just him but from the 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 rest of the backfield, the Chiefs were not doing well against the run up until this point. So, uh, you got to give them props for that because the Ravens definitely know how to run the ball. Uh, yeah. And they and they stopped them. So, Chiefs are looking good, man. It's, I mean, Jesus, I don't know what the odds on, uh. The odds for them are to win the, the Super Bowl, but that seems like a, uh, an yeah. easy bet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, barring injury, I mean, they're – yeah. Um, another reaction was, I mean, obviously the Eagles tying the Bengals. They had multiple chances <laughs> yeah. to win it, um, to win that game. Carson Wentz playing absolutely terrible. I just – watching him just collapse before my eyes is honestly just something. From that first quarter of the game – against Washington to right now, it's just been wheels everywhere. I mean, it's barely a car running anymore. Just tires mm. off running on the, running on the rims almost just terrible and tying them when they had a chance to kick a 57 yard field goal to get a false start. And then they wanted to punt instead of kick another field goal for some reason, takes the delay of game and they punt it with 19 seconds left. I mm. just, I just don't get it. And I mean, Doug Peterson went from going for it on fourth and one on like his own 38 in the Super Bowl against Bill Belichick, but against the Bengals with a rookie quarterback, he decides <laughs> to punt it with 19 seconds. I don't know what's going on over there, but yeah, I, that one I, was I saw something on Twitter after that game. Cause I, I didn't get to see it. Uh, Hulu TV, hashtag not a sponsor. They, <laughs> they weren't uh, covering that game, I guess for my area. Um, but I did hear that. Peterson had the chance to to do something to go for the win. I didn't know what it was, but I guess it was the field goal. And uh, instead, played to tie. Um, and someone reacted on Twitter that, uh, "Why are you guys shocked? He was not making the calls um, back when they won their Super Bowl." It was Frank Reich, the current head coach of the the Colts. So I, I don't know how much truth to that is, um, but it it does seem ever since the Super Bowl win. Uh, when Frank Reich left town and um, uh, DeFilippo. Yeah, I agree. Who, the Eagles uh, could have reset. Had a short stint in, in the yeah, they, They've just been a different team with decision-making. Yeah, I mean, look at Nick Foles, what he just did, and guess who his coach is? John DeFilippo. They met up again. So, I yeah. mean, and the, the Eagles had an opportunity to bring Doc, John DeFilippo, and they're like, nope, let's have Press Taylor. But it's just like, look how bad Carson Wentz is now. Like, who's talking into his ear and telling him – Mm-hmm. what to do because they're leading him down the wrong path. And then, like you said, with Frank Reich, I mean, 
every year the first year I was like, nah, it was it was Doug. And then every the more and more I watch, I'm like, the more people they fire, the more it's going on to Doug, and Doug looks terrible doing it. So, and there was right. chatter. Um, uh, it was Jeff McLean, I think, had an article in the beginning of the season about how apparently Doug Peterson was a little bit on the hot seat from upper management. Uh, they are not happy. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, there was leaked. Um, There's leaked stuff that Doug Peterson wasn't happy that they went over his head and fired and fired. Uh, who was their OC last year? Uh, it doesn't matter. But when they fired their OC last year. Um, he didn't like that, and whenever they were, they're starting to lose faith in him as well. So, uh, gonna mm. be interesting what happens going forward. Yeah, and 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 speaking of hot seats, um, to the rejoice of Jets fans everywhere, uh, Adam Gaze is reportedly also uh, on the hot seat. Um, reported by uh, this little-known beat reporter for the Jets, uh, Connor Hughes. Huge? Yeah, huge. Um, yeah he, he was saying that uh, if they lose against the hobbled Broncos now on their third string quarterback, um, he's done and he'll just get fired. Uh, what brings me great apprehension is he also says that if uh, if they win or lose late, meaning they're competitive up until the end, that he's going to stay on, which is just like it's such a Jets thing to do to to just you know, cling to this ridiculous notion that he's going to turn it around. I mean, look at this, look at his stats. He's terrible. He's, he's had, uh, you know, bottom basement, uh, rate of play plays, uh, offensive plays executed, um, offensive yardage, it's just everything, every offensive metric that you don't want to suck at, he sucks at. So get him gone. Mm. I am cheering for the Broncos so so hard this Thursday night, uh, but we'll get into that later in the show. I also saw Chris Mortensen also said something similar to Connor's report too. I saw it uh, this past weekend that depending on really how these Thursday night games go, that yes, he could very much be fired. And yeah, uh, yeah if also too, if you want to talk about them ripping the Jets and how bad they are, go and watch Mike Greenberg's uh, minute and a half spiel on the Jets, who he apparently is a huge Jets fan. And just went on a tirade. Uh, oh, <laughs> just me, went on dude. a tirade, and I was just like, "Wow!" I didn't know half these stats. Like forty-four percent of Mac or Adam Gase's drives end in punts. I was like, "Man, that yeah. is that's bad." <laughs> Believe you me, I seen it. it they, <laughs> it's almost like uh, I, I don't know the phrase, but like watching your own destruction with with glee. Like it feels good to have statistical backing to how we all feel that it's not just anecdotal the dude's trash like he's just not a good coach he's not an offensive genius he had Peyton Manning one year as his quarterback when he was a quarterback's coach that doesn't mean that you can run a team so yeah um yeah. uh all about getting rid of him um <laughs> and you know well maybe one more reaction at least last one from me um, I, I I thought it was funny the memes coming out for the the Bills game, uh, how they were like slowly <laughs> yeah. transitioning into the Falcons, but then they they uh they did something the Falcons seemingly can't do, and they 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 closed it out, even though it was getting bad with uh, yeah. almost almost letting the Rams come back after like a twenty eight to three lead or 
something yeah. crazy with the half. Yep. Yeah, I was watching that game and I was like, oh my god, like the Bills are were literally running the Rams out of the out of the building. Literally yeah. running them out. Um and when you when I was watching it, I was like, oh, and then the Rams came back, they took the lead. I was like, I don't know if Josh Allen can do it again. The Rams seemed to have their number and he went right down and drove right down the field for that touchdown. And I mean the Bills are legit and it's kind Bills of are legit. <laughs> Josh Allen is that. legit, dude. It's like that and that was the first real big test for me because the Rams have a decent defense. I mean, Aaron Donald is just a horrifying prospect to go up against. And and it's not like they have bad cornerbacks. I mean, they got Jalen Ramsey. Um he's he's like not only is he doing so his first couple of years he was doing what he needed to, right? He wasn't throwing anything crazy. Yeah. He was on he was using his legs and he was basically relying on the defense, his amazing defense. Now he's throwing like Jared Goff when he's playing well, like Dak Prescott, like Aaron Rodgers. It's it's crazy. He's he's putting up great yardage. Um and and it's 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 strange what happens when you protect your quarterback with a good O line and give him weapons to throw to. It's like fucking wild what 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 a quarterback can do. <laughs> Jets. Um so yeah, uh, you know, good for the Bills. They've sucked for a long time, and uh, yeah. it's good to see someone else dominating this division other than the Patriots. So can't hate on them because it's like we're all beaten stepchildren uh, in this division. It's, it's good to just see someone get out of the basement. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, guess we can do some uh, some big injury news. Uh, or just you know news around the league. Um, yes. I I just want to start off with giving props to Bree for picking up Saquon Barkley off the waiver wire. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pretty incredible. I th- that's got to be like the managerial move of the uh, of the season so far. Um, I got lucky with uh, with Galladay just because I was the number one priority. Yeah. That's she snuck one. that shit out, and she had the forethought of of knowing that she can then use him as a as a um, a keeper next year. So great move, Bree. All props. You know, do the yeah. do the bow up and down. Gonna have um, uh, a decision between Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley. So I'm interested to see who she chooses. Yeah, that's that's a good <laughs> point. Because um, I was thinking, I was like, Jonathan Taylor looks good, and when Marlon Ma- well Marlon Mack's gone, starting now with the mm-hmm. torn Achilles, and they don't have him on contract next year. So exactly, you're getting and Jonathan Taylor's only going to get better. I mean, just looking at him and how explosive he looks, I really like that guy. And with Saquon, there's the risk about his ACL now. So one of yep. the things you got to factor. But I mean, hey, team. having that choice, having that <laughs> choice is not bad. <laughs> right. And I love that, shit, that choice. she can that could be trade bait. You know, yep. she has that option to yeah. her. So good shit, Bree. Um, yes. What else? What else? Any other big injuries? I feel like every uh, Dallas Goddard like, has a yeah, has a Goddard. fractured ankle, yeah. uh, I believe. So he's going to miss some weeks. Um, Marquise Good or uh, no, not Marquise Goodwin. Sorry, Godwin. Uh, Godwin has yeah. a hamstring injury. Yeah. It's it's um, been so bad with these yeah. injuries. <laughs> it's it's hard to keep track of them. Uh, Julio, you know, was officially out. Um, it's not great. And so many of the injuries are, are for studs, just absolute fantasy uh, relevant players. 
uh, it sucks. It's, yeah. It, this is a shit season. I'm happy we're having the season, but you can definitely see the effects of the uh, the complete derailment of a traditional uh, off season. Yes, um, and also another news: um, for, or Titan three Titans players and five personnel tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Uh, they're shutting down the facilities. They played the Vikings. The Vikings also shut down their facilities. So whoever's playing the Titans when the Vikings, the Vikings uh, had that pulled up. Um, but anyway, make sure whoever's playing the Vikings or the Titans in those games, make sure, keep an eye on that because they might have to cancel the games if uh, those Viking players are going to test positive because it should be testing positive probably around tomorrow if they did indeed catch it from Sunday. Yeah. So I know the Titans are playing the uh, the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. Uh, it looks like Vikings the Vikings are playing, are the, playing Texans. the Texans. Yeah, so, so definitely some fel- fantasy relevance there, um, some big names. Uh, I, but a little reaction um, to this. Well, I, I guess this this is relevant for news. Uh, Deontay Johnson left the game with an injury, so um, I believe it's a concussion. I yeah. believe they said it was a con- uh, concussion. Chase so, Claypool might be yeah. interesting. Um, yes, I don't know if you've seen. They're calling him Mapletron because he's Canadian, yes. and I just <laughs> love that in all the ways. Um, definitely, definitely interesting to keep an eye on, and you might be able to sneak him in there. Uh, try not to give too much uh, advice because I want to pounce on it too. Um, but he might be fun to um, to have. He if if Deontay Johnson misses multiple weeks for some reason with this concussion. Yeah. Um, uh, Chase Maple is definitely a good look. Yes. He's big. He's a big boy. Oh yeah. So fun target for uh for the uh well I'm not gonna say how I feel about the quarterback for the Steelers but <laughs> we all know his nickname in our uh in our circles. Yes. We uh, do. <laughs> And yeah, also, this this sucks with the COVID. Hopefully they they can uh, get this under wraps. And um, just to one more thought on this, I heard on the the, the footballers they were saying you know, the NFL might very well treat this as next man up. I don't know if you heard that on today's episode. Yes. Um, they'll be like, hey, can you feel the team? Then you're you're playing. So that'll be really interesting. Um, you know how that would affect uh, coaching staff because it's not just players. It's, there was a couple coaching staff that got yes. uh, that tested positive. So can you imagine like the OC is 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 out and it's just not there? <laughs> and, like you got to rely on your your head coach to call the plays and yeah. you know it could be really interesting uh, how yes. that affects uh, both real world uh, football and fantasy. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Yes, and uh, with all this news, if you want more, just to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter at the FTL Pod. That zero, the uh, uh, the O is actually a zero, so it's at FTLP zero D. Or you can call in our fantasy voicemail at seven three two five zero three nine six five seven. Or you can email us at first to last pod at gmail dot com with all your fantasy questions. Yes, please do. We uh, we love to hear your voices. We love to see your tweets. Um, and we love to read your emails. All right, uh, on to our next segment here. We got uh, uh, hold or mold. And if you're asking, well, Cookie, why the hell is mold being highlighted here? Because what do you want to do with mold? 
you wanted to get the hell out of your house, out of your home. And we got some players in the league that we might just want to cut off out of our lives. So um, I, I have one, at least one that I need to get off my chest here. And that's, uh, that's Joe Mixon. Is he a hold or mold? Uh, I'm uh, freaking out, man. It's not great. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, you definitely have to hold on to him. Um, I agree, but it's 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 getting stinky. It's getting, yeah, I think uh, that you infectious. just kind of have to. I think you just have to hold on to him this year, and maybe try to pick somebody else up. But I mean, next year you're just gonna fall in the draft. Um, but I don't think that you can you can drop him because there's a good chance he catches on and they yeah. give it to him a lot, and he'll have that big breakout game. Uh, so. I would have to hold on to him. I agree. It just it hurts. <laughs> yes. Um. Do you have any uh any players that you know maybe on your team or others others you see around the league that are giving you pause? Yeah. Um. My one was um was Naheem Hines. He didn't have any touches in week two. Yeah. Or he was barely on the field, but he didn't put up any fantasy points. Um. And Naheem Hines this week, I'm going to hold on to him because it's really just Jonathan Taylor and him. And they worked in Jordan Wilkins um, a little bit as well. But Naheem Hines there is a guy that I think you should hold on to. Um, trying to yeah, he got, he got scripted out of the Jets game. I mean, they were that was never going to be a Naheem Hines game. So I, I think you're right. I, I don't think he's a, he's a job. He's going to yeah. have his games. Yeah, he'll he'll have his games, and I doubt that they're going to be leading all of them. They played the Jets this past week, and Naheem Hines was in there for a good amount of it, and they were even up by a couple touchdowns and still giving it to him. Um, another one was Curtis Samuel, I, which these are on my team, but that I had picked up. I'm going to hold on to him because it seemed like he had a good amount of rushing attempts, and um, he's also a receiver, so he can double into that. Um, another one, I think Deion Lewis. I would drop if I had yeah, him. Um, it, I don't want any of that. I wouldn't want mm-hmm. any of the Giants' backfield. Maybe Devon, I'd keep Devontae Freeman, but other than um, other than that, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess some of the Cleveland wide receivers, Austin Hooper, I would drop. Um, Jarvis. They don't throw the, Jarvis, I would hold on to, but yeah. he's really not doing anything. There's nobody else really better that I would drop Jarvis for. He just thinks that he's not doing that well, nor is Odell Beckham. Junior, really, he had that one game, um, but other than that, he's. I don't know, man. I think I'd rather that. have uh, Alan Lazard over over Jarvis Landry. Um, I would have him know. for right now, but I think once Devonte Adams comes back, it's really Devonte Adams is there, and Lazard and MVS really fight for scraps. And Aaron Jordan's back there, dude. That guy takes away touchdowns all the time. Yeah. So it, but like I, I don't know, it Cleveland. Stefanski definitely seems like he wants to keep the ball out of Baker's hands as much as possible. And he's got, in my opinion, the best backfield in football. So why not? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. A, it can, and it's, it, it's a, it's a game script proof backfield. If they're crushing it, they just pound it down your throat with, with Chubb. If they're trailing, they got literally Clean a up. starting yeah. <laughs> L cow caliber running back as their backup, quote unquote. That can that can run you know every every uh, uh, route out the backfield or even line up as a wide receiver. So I don't know. I, I it seems like Jarvis is is having a rough road, and it it, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Vikings when 
all they wanted to do was run with with um, Cook, and yep. you you had a lot of disappointing games out of Thielen in the back half of the year, um, and, and that's the thing. You know, he had a good first half. Jarvis isn't even having that good first half. I guess it could happen in the second half, but it just seems like all the targets are going to to OBJ, and they just don't want to throw the ball. I think they want to they want to take it out of Baker's hands. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, another player too. I was just looking around. Uh, Russell Gage. I would hold mm. on. I would hold. Um, Brandon Cooks hold. Uh, Christian Kirk. I'm looking. Uh, I don't know, man. That Andy Isabella looked good last game. He had a touchdown. Yeah, he blew up. Um, yeah. So he, Christian Kirk, I would hold for now, but I would be looking to drop maybe in the future. Um, what are, obviously, this isn't a a, a cut uh, at all. But where are you with Mike Evans? I mean, I love him as a player. I always want to draft him in yeah. fantasy. And I think he had two touchdowns last week. But Two <laughs> touchdowns for, off of two, two targets yards. off of <laughs> two yards. Yeah. It's just like, how, how is that possible? Uh, it's crazy. It, it's almost like he's a tight end. Like you're just hoping for the touchdown. Uh, yeah. And, and, and assuming you're getting no yardage. Like that's just not yeah. – those aren't wide receiver numbers. It's just bonkers. <laughs> no. But, I mean, Brady's going to look for him in the end zone or near the end zone, or he can hit yeah. him deep. So, I mean, I love Mike Evans. Definitely hold on to him. Um, I think this is going to be the first year he doesn't hit 1,000 yards. Wouldn't be shocked. Uh, yeah. Well, Brady hasn't thrown, done that in a long time. But, mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, you see Julian Edelman just had his biggest career catching game with uh, Cam Newton back there with 162 yards that he had. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean – a lot of players I would just hold on. Uh, Ronald Jones, I don't know that one. He did well last game, but that backfield is. It's, it seems like it's it's a ping pong. It's yeah. Just going back and forth. It's gonna be a hot hand uh, kind of thing, but yeah. I mean, other than that, I have uh, no other players to go over. What about um? I I I assume we're just abandoning the Jets. Uh, offensive players. Like, yeah, Chris Herndon, would... Are you keeping Chris yeah. Herndon? I don't think you can. I I, I just don't trust. <sighs> in, yeah. in, until Gaze is gone, I don't think you can play a Jet. Um, maybe yeah. with the exception of Braxton Berrios in like a you know. Well, yeah, I mean this Thursday night. Super this deep. Thursday night, I wouldn't mind if you had to play Max Braxton Berrios. Yeah. I would play him against the Broncos. I mean they're just as bad. It's going to be close. Going to be thrown at a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, Frank Gore looks pretty with, good last week. What a shame with <laughs> Herndon, man. Yeah, he has so oh, much God, talent. I, hate, I think I that he'll. Adam I think Gaze. it'll open up when uh, when Crowder comes back. I think there's a he may play this week, but yeah. um, if he plays, it opens it up for for Herndon a little bit more. So maybe he gets a little bit more involved. I don't know, um, but I would hold. I like his his prospects. What it could be if Adam Gase does indeed get fired. So yeah. fingers crossed. Well, let's just transition right into the Thursday night preview then. Um, yes. I, I have Noah Fant in one league. Uh, but who the hell's throwing him the ball? Like, I, is it this third guy? Uh, Brett Rippin. Rippin? Rippin or something? Rippin? Yeah. Hopefully Rippin. it's Blake the Snake because then, you know, I'll have a little bit more confidence in the throwing options, the receiving options out of Denver. Um, man, injuries suck. They suck so much. Yeah. Um, Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy would be a play for me, um, if he's healthy against the Jets. 
Um, KJ Hamler, maybe. Um, so that's the problem. You, you're, you're Melvin you're Gordon. Like four different receiving options for a, a third string quarterback. You yeah. Know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like how how much are they actually going to be able to spread the ball around? Um, if he's even throwing the ball, I feel like he's going to find one guy and try to hyper target him, or then check down if he's not there. So, yeah, I think that anything, Melvin Ingram and Phil Lindsay, Lindsay, if he plays, um, I would start them if you need to. Yeah. Um, but I really think uh, the yeah. running options are the only you know. Yeah, but the Jets do have a bad defense there. in general, and for them to come out and attack them would be their best move. Uh, yeah. Especially Judy's there. Let that guy get involved. He's fast. He can make plays. No offense, can make plays. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Blake Bortles starts this week. Uh, who knows? So, I want Bortles in. Yeah. He pissed, he pissed but, his excellence. Yeah. But yeah, or you can play Denver's defense uh, this week would also be a, another option. Yeah, I was wondering about uh, that because as bad as the Jets are, I think the Broncos' defense is also severely banged up, right? Yeah, it is definitely banged up. But, I mean, Sam Darnold has been looking atrocious. And, and makes me keep so your eye on Jameson, And keep your eye on Jamison Crowder because if he does not play, Denver's defense could be really, really good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's depressing. Um, sorry yeah. to uh, – I think there's at least two other Jet fans in this in our league. It yes. sucks. Um, and you know what? This whole tank for Trevor thing that I, I think even Eagle fans are starting to clamor for, as well as uh, our, our one Viking fan. Um, I just – like if Gaze is still here, no. Let this poor bastard avoid the trap of – of coming to the New York Jets and ruining his career because you can think what you want about Darnold, but a lot of the problems have to be from Gaze. And putting in Trevor Lawrence is not going to magically fix those problems. Um, so if we don't get rid of Gaze, I hope he like stays another year in college or whatever and avoids us like the plague because I don't want to I don't want to ruin this this kid's life by becoming a Jet when when we're just not ready for. Uh, a, a true uh, franchise quarterback, and I, I still don't know if Darnold isn't that. You know, it's it's he might have been broken to the point of non, uh, no repair uh, under this regime, but we just don't know. He's 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 got yeah. moments of brilliance and and then just moments of utter horror. So I don't know if that's coaching um, or if it's just he doesn't have it. But it just seems like we're not going to find out with this uh, with this management. And yeah. uh, I'm I'm sad. I am a sad sad person right now. Sad panda. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking, of, let's just roll further into the sadness. Our master better uh, challenge between Daddy and myself, where uh, we did our first three picks uh, for last week. We didn't do too hot. Um, I was over three, and Daddy, you were one and two, and yeah. um. God damn it, Perriman getting hurt. I, there was like a chance <laughs> that that could have been a thing. Um, I was trying to think outside the box of my picks. I didn't want to do uh, – uh, well, I was telling you earlier, I'm, I'm like afraid to do over-unders and, and spreads. So I was trying to do money lines or like player props. So it didn't work out for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm planning on uh, bouncing back nice and strong for this week. I'm going to give you guys some nice fire hours, picks. Yeah. I, uh, of course, when it wasn't for the podcast, um, I made a very nice six game, uh, parlay that paid out pretty well. Um, thank you bears for, or more so thank you Falcons for doing what you, you do and choking hard. 
Um, <laughs> that was nice. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll keep track of uh of the stats here. Uh, Daddy to a thunderous lead of one. Um, we'll see how next week finishes up. I'm sweeping this week, so you guys can <laughs> jot it down. Tune in. It's a lot. We'll get it done. It's a we'll lot. We'll get it done. This we're going yeah. to bring you some fire this week on our picks. They're going to be hot. <laughs> They're going to be hot tamales. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we wrap it up, we do have one voicemail. Um, so definitely want to get that in here. So let's let's just go ahead and, and give that a shot. Well, it looks like we're having some technical difficulties with the, the voicemail section, but uh, we'll work on that, and uh, I'll uh, I'll do a, a, an executive summary on the Twitter account so you guys can hear what what uh, our voicemail question was about. Um, other than that, uh, you have anything else for us, Daddy? Uh, nope, I'm uh, good on everything. All right, well, then that's going to do it for this episode of the First to Last Podcast. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at FTLP0D for updates. As always, I'm Cookie. I'm Daddy. And we'll see you next next time. Bad mother.